0: Chapter thirty four of Living with Our Children by Clarity Pearson this recording is in the public domain Interpreting Life How one's problems do grow with the children it seems quite overwhelming when one first has the responsibility of bathing the baby. There is the anxious concern as to the temperature of the room and the water, the apprehension as to well, call it technique. The unspoken feeling that all that rose-leaf skin, those exquisitely moulded little limbs are too fragile safely to endure the ministrations of an inexperienced young mother, and where oh where did the tiny vest vanish to when the mystery of the bath is quite mastered and has become comfortable matter of course, although still delightful the feeling of having arrived is soon dispelled by some new contingency and the mother again finds herself a novice the proper care of a little body is soon associated with the care of the unfolding mind and that with the care of the child's soul teachers come and teachers go but the parents are the most constant and intimate companions of the small pupil and even if they take no hand in the engrossing perplexities of the three r's theirs is still the major part of the early education there is so much of prime importance to be learned outside of books if this strikes you as too sweeping a statement just reflect for a moment on the healthful and independent lives led by millions who have never conned a book such a life as that would satisfy neither the reader nor the writer of this volume yet it satisfies those who live it and it is a life there would be no life whatever if people knew only what is taught in our schools excellent as those schools may be and extensive as the curricula have become in many places it is such reflections as these which help us to appreciate the importance of the work we do in bringing up our children and to feel it worth while and then there are so many other things to learn besides those which are essential to the maintenance of life and health They are the interesting things those which while we are considering food for thought may well be mentioned as the jam upon our bread it is worth while to introduce our children early to the beautiful and fascinating even if quite amateur study and observation of nature and art nature should rank first partly because it is the foundation of all art partly because it is more universal in its appeal and partly one may as well admit because no man owns the landscape and rich and poor may grow wise alike in the great university of of out-of-doors, where the only tuition fee extracted is the time which the student must give. If such studies were but accomplishments, they would still be worthwhile as such to all but those of city slums who seem doomed to spend their weary lives on pavements and between brick walls, but they are far more than accomplishments they are prophylactics for both mind and body mrs wiggins jabe slocum was quite right in deploring the ignorance of those city waifs who had strayed to his farm home when he said ignorance of them children is something terrible they don't know slippery ellum nor where the birds put up when it comes night the way them children's education has been left be is a burnin shame in a christian country minister priest and rabbi have their part to play in the development of the young soul yet long before their formal instruction in things spiritual can begin the child is kneeling beside his mother or father or better still with his mother and father to lisp his short prayer of praise and petition it is the parents who must take the child to church who are his sponsors in baptism and who must answer as best they can his first wondering questions as to the making of the world and the ordering of its life if we realized all this at the outset should we dare to assume these sweet and extracting duties are we ever equipped at the outset to do so No, twice no, but we learn to do by doing. If ever the student had a worthy incentive to consecrated effort, it is the parent, and we learn as we lead. He was right who wrote, How strange it is that our strongest instincts lead us to our most rigorous training. There is no education like it. We receive as much as we give in this blessed relationship of parent and child we wax strong in patience sympathy and a hundred other virtues large and small even though we fail and stumble and fall to rise again we have to rise for is not our child expecting us to ours it is to interpret life for the children whom we have given to us we begin with life as we have known it young inexperienced careless as we may be our thought vocabularies equal to only the simplest translations and we find from time to time that we are not properly equipped for our work we must study to keep ahead of our charges And often, very often, if we would not lead astray, we must humbly and earnestly consult the great authority. So as the busy, anxious, happy years pass, our children grow in strength and in wisdom under our leadership. But who can say how much we learn from them for them and with them? The End End Chapter thirty four End of Living With Our Children, a book of little essays for mothers by Clara Dillingham Pearson.